Hello and welcome to the Classical Guitar LPs podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Powell. This is the first video podcast of the entire series, and it's going to be a little bit of a treat because we're going to be revisiting the very, very first record that I ever decided to record on the Classical Guitar LPs podcast. If you are new to this podcast, the whole deal with this is music, musings, and memories. And what I do with that is I sort of I talk about the music that we're going to play on the record. I sort of get into the things that the composers have to say in, in their composition style, some things I may like or dislike about the players who are playing on this recording. And then every now and again, I'll pop in some of my memories that I have over uh, the last 30 years or so of guitar playing. I started out very late in life as a classical guitar player. I was a sophomore in high school, and uh, I will save that story for another video episode. But in any case, I started off pretty late with that. was very fortunate enough to become a music major at a little school in Indianola, Iowa called Simpson College. And then I did some, some teaching for a couple of years, and then I decided to go further with my guitar studies and obtain a master's of guitar performance from the University of Missouri, Kansas City, where I studied with Douglas Neat, and I just had a tremendous time doing those sorts of things. I have been teaching uh, college level all the way down to beginner, uh, really since since the college level started in 2003 when I came back to Des Moines, but in any case, I've been teaching guitar since 1998, and so with, with all of those experience of teaching and then also performing, there's just a lot to talk about in this podcast. So I hope you'll enjoy this whole premise, this whole idea of what this is. One of the disclaimers that I'd like to go ahead and say, and I'll say this in every video episode and in every episode I make uh, further on here, is that none of these recordings are my own. These are all records from my collection that I've decided to listen to and to make comments about and that sort of thing. And I just want to go ahead and throw that out there. I'm not trying to pass off any of this recording as, as playing of my own. Um, had a very, very bizarre uh, comment with, with one of the episodes. In fact, this episode that I'm re-recording, and I'm just uh, doing this in this fashion so everybody knows and understands that, that that's what this show is. It's a music commentary podcast. And so um, hopefully... Uh, the other back episodes will remain to be on, on the air or on whatever streaming service that you're able to listen to, and uh, it'll just be a lot of fun. For those of you who have been able to uh, listen to these podcasts before, I hope you enjoy the video format. There will be some services that won't allow the video format, but you can certainly check that out on whichever, whichever streaming service you are watching this or in listening to this too as well. We'll be right back. And we're back on the Classical Guitar LPs podcast. Thanks again for joining us. So this very, very first record I'm going to grab right here, it's called an Andres Segovia Recital. It literally is my favorite recording of one of my favorite classical guitarists, Andres Segovia. This cover is so beautiful. It's so 50s and, 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 and awesome. This is back from the year 1952. Uh, so, so yes, indeed, that is, that is over 70 years ago uh, that this was, this was uh, created. And it's just an amazing thing. I have every reason to believe that this is a, a real first edition. Uh, I've done this. This is the DECA record label, uh, DL9633. And you can see just the really funky uh, stuff going on, the six strings and 
I love that the artist had to had to have a larger string here and a smaller and that sort of thing. Uh, the pieces that we'll hear on this. Uh, the premise of this of this whole podcast, basically, I'll talk about side one, um, then we'll listen to side one and, and so forth, and then flip it like you flip on a record, and then we'll talk about side two and, and take away. So, so the very, very first uh, side one, we have a, a beautiful piece uh, by Alonso Mudora, Romanesca. It's beautiful, absolutely gorgeous uh, piece of music. Um, that 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 uh, Segovia plays, and you hear his his tone, his his thumb just digs so deeply into this thing. It's it's beautiful. The second track, uh, Prelude, Ballet, and Fugue by Silvius Leopold Weiss, and what I want to say with this is, yeah, right. It's Silvius Leopold Weiss. Uh, anyone who who has been around classical guitar knows that this is really by the composer Manuel Maria Ponce. This was a little, um, as I understand it, some sort of a, a tongue-in-cheek thing that the composer and Segovia did together. You can trace it back through the letters and things that they wrote to one another back in 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 those days when when those things were done. Uh, and then then the third track on this record is going to be. Prelude Gavat by J.S. Bach. So we get to hear old Andres just playing some some wonderful uh, Bach music and that sort of thing. And we finish out this side here with an allegro by credited on this record Ferdinand Sor, otherwise known as Fernando Sor, uh, the Beethoven of the guitar. Let me read you. Let me read you what these liner notes say about this last piece. Ferdinand Sor is noted as both guitarist and composer. Born in Barcelona in 1780, Sor was active in Paris and from 1809 in London, where he made the guitar fashionable, appearing as a soloist with the Philharmonic Society. His compositions include many valuable studies and pieces for the guitar. The Allegro comes from a sonata for guitar and has been edited by Segovia. So, if, if you're a first-timer to this, you might be saying, who, who is this Andres Segovia character? Who is this person... Um, that 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 you're deciding to start off the episodes with, and I'll just sort of say a few things about Andres Segovia. Um, Andres Segovia cast a very long shadow, indeed, in terms of in terms of what he did for the classical guitar. Um, I think George Harrison perhaps said it best when he said uh, Andres Segovia is the granddaddy of us all. And for those of you who, who may or may not know, there, there are Beatles tracks uh, where George Harrison uses a Ramirez uh, guitar or a Spanish-sounding guitar, uh, uh, most notably on And I Love Her uh, from, from, from the recording of Hard Day's Night. And so anyway, it's kind of fun to hear a quote from such a wonderfully famous guitar player to talk about Andres Segovia if you've not heard that name. Now, if you have heard the name Andres Segovia, you may think to yourself, my goodness, I, I don't like his recordings. They sound so romantic and there's so much rubato and this sort of thing. And all of that is true. Um, and, and, and remember, remember Andres Segovia really, did he start from complete scratch? No. Uh, if you read Segovia's memoirs and things like that, you might you might think that Andres Segovia started the pendulum moving all by himself, which of course is not true. There were people that came before him. We have Tarrega uh, that came before him. We have Arcas. We have Carcassi. We have Giuliani. We have Sor. But in any case, Andres Segovia really is what we could say the father, the father rather of the modern classical guitar, and certainly in the 20th century. So anyway, 
it's quite a first side. Again, if you're a first-time listener to this podcast, please feel free to like and subscribe on, on whichever service you are listening to. Uh, it is my pleasure to to talk about these tracks. For, for future video podcast episodes, what will happen is I will actually record the LP playing. Now, th- this LP was actually pre-recorded. I, I had already done that. And and so that that's already in the can, as it were. So this will be sort of a sort of a redo. So for this video, I'll just have a still picture uh, of of that of that record jacket uh, as we go. But for future podcasts, my plan is to actually physically record the LP uh, as it's going. Again, this is a music critic podcast. I hope you I hope you enjoy it. Uh, feel free to give a like, subscribe, tell your friends about it, all that sort of thing. We will be right back after we listen to side one of an Andres Segovia recital on the DECA record label from 1952. Enjoy.
And we're back on the Classical Guitar LPs podcast. Well, if you're a first-timer, I hope you understand how this is going to work. We listened to side one, talked about the composers. Now we're back talking about side two and that sort of thing. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, again, Andre Segovia has just some of the, the most unique sound. Uh, and I think that's, that's the big thing to focus on when listening to his playing is the actual sound and tone that he got out of the instrument. Now, as you can hear with this, with these recordings, the, these are old, scratchy LPs, but that sound really comes through, and it is just a glorious thing to hear. And I, I, I think what I admire the most about Segovia's sound is perhaps his, his thumb tone. Um, I just, just really admire how he was able to, to craft that sound, um, and it just sounds so majestic and, and beautiful. So, side two, here we go. What we have on this one is we start off with a Felix Mendelssohn uh, piece. This is from Opus 19, number 6, The Song Without Words. Uh, sometimes this piece is called Venetian Boat Song. Uh, it's just, just gorgeous. You can really hear, uh, not to get too jargony on you, but you hear uh, old Andres playing some really sweet harmonics up at the 12th fret, uh, that sort of thing. It's, it's, uh, it's a gorgeous interpretation. Next, we have Menuetto by Franz Schubert. And this thing, this is really really a stunner. Uh, really a piece of music that you go, wow, I can't believe that's played on, on a guitar. One of the things that Segovia would, is credited for saying, and, and my understanding is this is absolutely something he, he would talk about. Uh, he would talk about the fact of the guitar being able to sound like a miniature orchestra. And in fact, he used the metaphor of taking a pair of binoculars and rather than looking through the way you're supposed to with the small, the small thing up to your eyepiece and then the large part, flipping that around. And if you've ever done that, you might notice that um, the perspective in the field all just sort of shrinks back. And that's what Segovia was, was, was trying to get across. It's sort of like a, a miniature orchestra. You can hear him with the different colors and, and timbres that he plays, uh, both by moving his hand up and down the strings, by turning left and right. And it's just, it's admirable. Is Segovia the only player that 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 plays with that type of, of interpretation? No, of course not. Of course not. Uh, however, just very remarkable figure uh, in the world of classical guitar. One of my favorite pieces is next on this, and it is the Sonatina uh, by Federico Moreno Toroba. Uh, Toroba is somebody that Segovia credited as fighting, uh, as writing rather, the very, very first modern classical guitar piece back in 1927. This is not that piece. This is from much later. Uh, but the Sonatina in A. Oh my goodness, three. Beautiful, beautiful movements inside of this piece, the sonatina. We have uh, the allegretto. We have the 
Andante, and then we finish off with an Allegro. And I think probably my favorite, my favorite of all three is is really the second movement. Uh, just an, a gorgeous piece of music, and and I would challenge anyone, um, anyone who's interested in this sort of thing, to just really compare Sokovia's recording with, with uh, some others. I think I think he nailed it on the head with the interpretation. Segovia is not the first person to transcribe Lyanda, but it is Segovia's transcription of Lyanda or Asturias by Isaac Albanese that really is second to none and that is the that is the one that everyone else's versions are 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 set against so you hear this it just sounds so spanish and so so wonderful and it's it's a rare instance it's a rare instance of a spanish composer sounding spanish the old joke as it as it used to say was that that the the best the most Spanish-sounding composers were the French, of course, like Bizet and people like that. Uh, but this is Isaac Albanese, and so he was a, a Spanish nationalistic composer. Uh, and and Segovia's arrangement of this is just absolutely fascinating. It is it. Oh my goodness, this is this is on one guitar, and it's just so so fabulous and so so lovely. I hope that you have enjoyed uh, what you've been able to listen to and or watch so far. Again, my plan is to, in subsequent episodes, to continue on with this video uh, type of format. I think it'll be a lot of fun. It's going to make me change up my game of, of my preparation level and that sort of thing. Because uh, not only do you want to do you want to hear uh, the, the the beautiful and glorious music, but you also want to see something good. So I'm working on that. I would love to hear your comments, constructive criticism. Hey, you've got crappy lighting. Hey, you've got this. Please let me know about it. You can find us all over the place. I'm on www.palguitar.com. That's my website. As far as this show goes, Instagram is sort of what I hub from. So that's instagram.com slash palguitar. You can find me on facebook.com slash palguitar and also youtube.com slash palguitar. Thank you so much for joining and I hope that you, if you enjoy this one, if you're a first timer, please check out the other episodes that were out there. We're getting close to the 50th episode uh, being released, and it's just been a lot of fun to do this sort of thing. So thank you. Thank you very much for being here and enjoy an Andres Segovia recital clear back from 1952 on the Decca record label. Enjoy side two.